welcome back guys to another edition of crazy about quinoa hosted by dj scott how's everybody doing today man yeah so uh yeah let's uh let's jump right into it so i started a new kind of a new evening routine um how to reintroduce yoga um, back into my workout routine for the week so prior to um covid i was doing yoga about two to three sometimes even like four times a week just doing it you know at home kind of to relax after a long day at the office and then i kind of fell off of it and now i picked it back up again right so i used to be definitely one of those people who thought yoga was stupid um, I didn't see the benefit of it. Um, you know, I was one of those people I would just hop up and go to the gym. And then I realized, you know, flexibility is extremely important to to just everyday life. So for you for people who don't know, you know, flexibility is simply just how well a joint is able to move through the full range of motion. So having improved flexibility um helps you with your posture, helps you with your balance. When you are working out or, you know, doing some type of physical activity, flexibility will help reduce injuries. You'll see improved strength and performance um, in your workouts the the more you do um, and have a good flexibility routine. But, yes, specifically with yoga, I suggest that everybody try yoga at least get into a habit of doing it once a week, twice a week. Like yoga is extremely, extremely helpful. You know, we all probably heard about what it does as far as on the mental side, as far as relieving stress and anxiety. You know, it also helps with your cardio, with your circulatory health. You'll actually get increased muscle tone with yoga. And if you're trying to lose weight, hey, adding a yoga routine won't hurt because it's been proven to help with weight reduction and overall you'll have you know greater energy and you know great respiration so definitely yoga is something that i would highly suggest to everyone um, to get in the habit of doing and before we go into our staple of the week not even on topic, but just something that popped in my head today. So I was riding in the car and an Usher song came on from Confessions. I think it might've been Confessions part two. I started thinking like, man, that Confessions album, like that may be the best album like of all time, like at least top 10. Like that was from start to finish. As far as like an R&B album, like that was, that was a, that was a really, really good album. Start to finish. Every song hit. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever skipped a song on that album. That was just (laughs) kind of my random, my random thought for the day. Let's get into this week's staple of the week, y'all. All right, guys, so this week's staple of the week goes to none other than one of my favorite add-ins to 
my meals, nutritional yeast. I actually just found this out this week. Um, I've heard people call nutritional yeast nooch um, is what it's more commonly referred to. But nutritional yeast, it's known for its cheesy, savory, even sometimes kind of nutty flavor. A lot of times it's used for like a cheese flavor. Um, so you can make uh, vegan mac and cheese. You know, the main ingredient that you would use would be nutritional yeast. You can also sprinkle it in on your pasta, popcorn. You can use it to thicken up soups and sauces. It is a complete protein, which is another great thing um, when you, you know, have vegan nutrition. Um, one tablespoon of nutritional yeast is about two grams of protein. So again, it's good just to, you know, add in, uh, to any of your favorite dishes, just sprinkle in some nutritional yeast and there you go. So it's manufactured two different ways. You can purchase nutritional yeast, uh, fortified or unfortified. And for everybody listening who may not know what that means, that just simply means that, vitamins are added during the manufacturing process so if you purchase nutritional yeast that is fortified that just means the vitamins were added in during the manufacturing process so it's going to be a little higher in some of those uh, micronutrients that you need and one of the most important things with nutritional yeast is that it prevents b12 deficiency so as we go into a little bit later in this episode, um, we talk about, you know, some things to do when you're looking to transition to a vegan lifestyle is that you, you have to compensate for the, the B12, right? So because we don't eat animal products, we don't get the B12. One tablespoon of nutritional yeast will get you about more than double of the recommended intake for b12 so you definitely want to look at you know if you're looking to use nutritional yeast as your supplement for b12 then you want to look for the fortified option um, and again b12 is just important for everyday energy metabolism and the creation of red blood cells again you know nutritional yeast um, you can find it in in your local grocery store but it should be on the produce side where like the nuts and the, the fresh like almonds, walnuts, all those type of things. You'll find nutritional yeast in the produce section. So, yeah, check it out um, as a fair warning to everybody. It is it is an acquired taste. Takes a couple of times eating it for you to get really used to it um, and for you to really like, OK, this is it's different, but it's really great for you. It's really healthy. And again, a great, great staple to have in your kitchen when you're looking at, at going plant-based, going vegan, um, and making sure you have the right ingredients. So the topic for today's episode is things to do when transitioning to a vegan lifestyle. And to be completely honest with you, we could, I could have really named this episode, you know, things I wish I would have done. Um, because this list I've compiled was pretty much a collection of things that I wish I would have done when I started out. Uh, but nonetheless, 
things that have been, you know, extremely will be extremely helpful to the next person as they transition and get ready to embrace the a vegan lifestyle. So the first one, I would say the most important thing to do, um, starting out at the top, is do your research and create a meal plan or a menu for yourself. And the reason why I say that is because when I started out, I just jumped out the gate and made a decision on a Sunday that, hey, I'm done eating meat. I'm done with animal products, right? And so then the very next day, um, I think my first meal was just celery, black beans, and some grape tomatoes, right? And I had no idea what I was doing. And so I didn't didn't take the time to research. I just kind of jumped right into it. So now fast forward, I have every week I have meal plan. I know what I'm, um, I know what items I need from, from the grocery store. So, you know, creating a meal plan and just doing your research is important. And when I say doing the research, a lot of times with any kind of new nutrition plan, people get focused on what they can't do. Um, and I'm a big believer in just, Let's not focus on what we can't have, what we can't eat. Let's research and focus on the things that we can eat. And I found as a personal trainer, when you when you listen to clients talk and they speak about the things that they can't eat on a certain nutrition plan, you can tell it's, it already has a negative vibe, right? You already have a negative mindset because you're thinking about can't, can't, can't. Well, let's just reverse the mindset, change our mindset to, hey, what can I eat? As now that I'm going and embracing a vegan lifestyle, what are some of the great things that I can eat and research those things and your mindset will be a little bit different. So research all the vitamins you'll need to be supplemented and the foods that you can eat. Uh, When it comes to research and vitamins, again, extremely important to do your research. I did not do anything as far as researching B12. That's what I can tell you from experience. Those first two weeks, um, first two weeks of going vegan were extremely hell. And I say that because I was just drained. Like I was still working out the way I normally did. It's just that I didn't have any energy and I couldn't figure it out why. And so as I was going through those first two weeks, I finally researched it. And it was like, oh, light bulb moment. I need B12. And then once I started getting on the regular uh, regimen of B12, things started to change for me. So um, the first thing, do your research, create a plan for yourself, research, 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 and and focus on the things that you can, you can eat, not what you can't eat. So step number two or tip number two for everybody is slower is better right slower is better in a day and age where we want everything right now we want the immediate gratification and you know it's kind of hard to understand that slower is better right because we want this to be something sustainable we don't want this to be a one-time fix or a quick fix that's not what we're looking for if you're coming from a lifestyle where you have eating animal products every day to then one day 
cutting off animal products, that's a a pretty radical change, pretty extreme change for for your body, for your mindset. So you want to take things slow. So what I mean by slow is maybe one month you start out and you say this month I'm cutting out beef. Once you master that, once you're cut off, you know, once you've cycled through and all right, I haven't had any beef this month. Now we take it to the next level said, okay, beef is out. Now I'm cutting it out, cutting chicken out. Once you cut chicken out, okay, cool. It's been a month, two months has passed. I've stopped eating beef. I've stopped eating chicken. And then you, if you're still eating fish, tuna, things like that, then month three, hey, I'm going to stop eating all fish. I'm done. And what you'll see is that this is going to help you sustain this lifestyle over a longer period of time than it would be if you just all together like, hey, today I'm I'm going to stop eating. I'm going to stop eating meat all together right now. The chances of you going back and kind of slipping up are going to be a little bit higher just just because you didn't give yourself enough time just to get acclimated to it. So that would be my my tip for everybody just so that this is something that you are that you can sustain because remember we are building a new lifestyle whenever you're building something it's not done overnight i've never seen a house get built overnight i'm pretty sure it's possible there's a lot of sacrifices that go into it i still haven't seen it done but just remember, it takes time to build something. So, again, you're going to have to take the time to just allow your body to get acclimated to it. And slower is better. So number three is actually a good one. It's where you want to identify foods or meals that you like and then just find the vegan option for it. Even even now, like I'm still learning like new recipes every day to to some of my favorite dishes like for instance my two-year anniversary just passed and my wife made a vegan peach cobbler like and that thing was it was good that was probably the best peach cobbler i've ever had and it was just like wow okay this is this is great you know i love lasagna a couple of months ago i experimented and made a, a veggie lasagna and it was probably the best lasagna I've ever had. So, you know, when you make this transition, it it does not have to be something that is just, you know, I have to have salads every day and that's all I eat is salads. I actually worked out with a client yesterday and we were talking about his nutrition and he mentioned to me, man, I don't know how, I really don't know how vegans do it. And so I asked him, I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I, you know, I just can't eat salads all day, every day. Like, I can't eat that. And without him knowing that I that I am a vegan, I was like, hey, so, I, you know, I, I use this time just to kind of bridge the gap. And I told him, like, look, man, we do a lot more than just eat salads. Like, there's a lot of meals that I eat that not, that are not even salads. And so I kind of went down a list of, of foods with him briefly. But, yeah, so that's always interesting. But find find the foods that you like now and then just find a vegan option for it 
once you and that goes back to number one of doing your research you'll find that there's a lot of options out there for you so you just have to take the time to sit down and figure out what it is that you like and how you can have the vegan option for it so this next one may be a little it may be a little controversial not even controversial it's just it it's definitely it's taking a look at your mindset right so in order to embrace this lifestyle it has to be bigger than you and what i mean by that is it can't be singular driven it can't be driven if it can't be it can't be driven by oh i want to change me Let me say that again, because I'm pretty sure somebody will catch it or they'll they'll hear it and they really won't catch it. But your why has to be greater than you, because when when following this new lifestyle gets challenging or it's days that you may not want to do it. If all you're focused on is just you, you'll you'll backtrack, you'll you'll slip up and then eventually you'll just stop doing it altogether which is what we don't want. So when I say change your mindset, it has to be something greater than just your physical, your physical appearance, just you being healthy. So I'll give you a perfect example. When I first started out, everything was about me. Like the whole vegan lifestyle, embracing it was about me because I wanted to feel better. I wanted to look better. And I made I made some mistakes early on, but I had to change my mindset. It was greater than just my health, my my personal appearance. Like I'm concerned about the environment. I'm concerned about what what am I leaving behind for my kids? Am I leaving this place that I call Earth? Am I leaving it better than I found it? Am I doing my part to leave it better than I found it? Am I doing my part to help with the environment? And people don't look and realize that, you know, agriculture, big business agriculture, the amount of water that it takes to to feed, you know, cattle. There's a, it takes a lot of water. That's the same water we could be using for, you know, underprivileged neighborhoods. Because everything is I mean, everything is it is finite there's not we don't have just like an unlimited supply of things supply of resources it's gonna run out at some point but i can i can live better knowing that i did my part and that's what it's about when i say changing your why if your why is about something greater than just you things are going to work out better for you than if your your mindset is very singular focused and your why has to be greater than just you So <laughs> this next one is one that I'm pretty sure um, not a lot of people are fans of, but trust me, um, when you're when you're first going vegan, you'll definitely need to do this is read ingredient labels. This is huge because it'll do two things. First, you'll just be amazed at the ingredients that some of the favorite foods that we like that they contain. Second thing, it's just going to educate you on what what you're looking for in, in these 
in products that you buy from the grocery store and making sure they match up with your your new lifestyle. And so I'll give you a great example of of why it's important to read labels. I think about a month ago, I went to the grocery store and bought first time ever buying couscous. I passed by it on the rice aisle. I was like, hey, never tried couscous before. I didn't read the label because in my mind, I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's good. So I get home. I get ready to cook it. I look at the back of the the nutrition label or the ingredient label. And I was just like, wow, this has milk in it. OK, not eating this because it was like Parmesan cheese flavored couscous. So I'm like, yeah, can't have this. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll grab the second box. Second box was even worse because on the front, it didn't say anything about roasted chicken. But on the back, it was like, hey, roasted chicken flavoring. Um, <laughs> so at this point, I was like, wow, really? And I didn't realize it until after I started cooking it. I was like, man, this smells smells weird. And I looked at the label, and sure enough, has chicken flavoring in it. So I was like, well, got to throw this one out, too. Um, so if you can use take away anything from my mistake, is just read the ingredient labels and know what you're looking for when you're reading it. It kind of goes back to doing your research. Um, know what you're looking for and and take the time to read the ingredient labels. After the first few few times of doing this, like you'll instantly you'll get better and better at it. And it won't it's not even a time consuming product or process. It probably takes an extra 10 to 15 seconds to to read an ingredient label. So I definitely suggest when you're starting out and you're transitioning to a vegan lifestyle, that that's what you do. And then lastly, just have fun. Enjoy the journey. Don't beat yourself up for making mistakes. We are human. It is natural for us to make mistakes. It is going to happen. So do not beat yourself up about it. Don't feel like you're 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 a failure. Don't feel like a, the vegan police are going to pop out of a closet somewhere and say, oh, we caught you. You were you were drinking it. You were drinking milk. And then all of a sudden revoke your vegan card or something like that <laughs> so it's a journey there are going to be mistakes made don't focus on the mistakes focus on okay what can i do to prevent this from happening what can i move how can i move forward don't get stuck on man i made a mistake i had you know i slipped up and i had a ham sandwich today move forward from it move forward from it this is this is a fun journey. I'm enjoying every bit of it. Um, I wish I would have embraced this sooner. But hey, everything happens for a reason. Enjoy the journey. Don't beat yourself up for making mistakes. It's going to happen. Just because you make a mistake doesn't mean now all of a sudden you're not a vegan anymore. It doesn't mean that, oh, we, hey, we're kicking you out. No, 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 no. We're human. We make mistakes. Have fun, enjoy the journey. All right, guys, well, that does it for me. Thank you for listening to another edition of Crazy About Quinoa. If you haven't already, please head over to Instagram, um, type in Crazy About Quinoa, and 
follow us on Instagram. We would love to hear from you, hear some feedback, uh, comment um, on some of the posts that we put up. So recapping this episode, looking back, you know, our staple of the week was nutritional yeast. And we went over some a uh, few different tips for transitioning to a vegan lifestyle. Uh, first one being do your research, create a plan for yourself or even like a menu. Slower is better. So let's do this thing in, in moderation. Let's do, you know, transition over in steps. Identify foods, meals that you like, and then find the, the vegan option for it. Change your mindset. Make sure your why is greater than just you. Read ingredient labels. And lastly, have fun, enjoy the journey, and do not beat yourself up for mistakes. So check out our sponsor, LBE Apparel, at www.lbeapparel.com. If you're looking for some great active wear that is uh, lightweight, easy to work out in or run in, you'll definitely want to check out LBE Apparel right now. I am rocking a the military green plant-based power tank tops. Um, and I you know I'm telling you, these these tank tops are gonna be the wave. Like they are they are pretty legit. I've gotten I've gotten a couple compliments when I'm out in this, when I'm at the gym. So definitely head on over to LBE Apparel, check out their merchandise. And as always, you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, and now we're on a- Apple Podcasts. So make sure you check us out rate comment provide feedback any feedback that we get whether it's negative or positive is greatly appreciated it only helps me continue to grow um, as i continue to provide more content more episodes um, to you guys and as always you can have faith or you can have fear but you can't have both peace